officially probably my favorite Halloween candy is like pumpkin Reese's piece, pumpkin Reese's cups, but like it's the same as just a regular Reese's cup. I have a soft spot for the pumpkin mellow creams. The what? The little like it's essentially the same thing as candy corn, but it's in the shape of a pumpkin. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, they're like waxy. Yeah, I like that. That's no better than candy corn. Get off my podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies starring Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-host... Starring? Wait, you never say starring, this is co-hosting. Well, yeah, but it's me. (laughs) I'm Josh. (laughs) The... Supporting... You're supporting... I'm I'm just a principal actor, I'm not even... What does that mean, just a principal actor? Oh, man. I don't know why I said starring. I I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I really didn't mean to say starring. What's this podcast about? Now I feel bad. Well, now I feel bad. No, 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 no. Don't feel... No, keep going. No, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Run with it. Run with it. Oh, I'm not the star. I can't run. They can't run. You are a star, and you need to... You shouldn't run. You should fly. All right, I'm going to fly through the rest of this intro. This is a podcast about old movies from our childhood-ish. Uh, Josh and I are best friends. I live here in the Bay Area. He lives in Chicago. I guess running through this means speaking for you. Uh, we've been best friends since high school? Uh, definitely not middle school. Definitely not middle school. You liked Kirby and I liked... Uh, I don't remember. Anyway. Oh, I like okay. But we come, we come together once a week, we watch a movie from our childhood, and we talk about it for your pleasure, and then at the end of the episode, we give it a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject, denoting whether it's worth your time. Stay tuned. That was so good. God, Are we taking good. a break already? Yeah, Damn. we're going to be right yeah, back. We're going to take a I got to get a cigarette break. break. My first cigarette ever. I'm gonna go take it right now. Have you? No, you've smoked a cigarette before. Don't lie to the audience. Well, this is another spooky, super spooky, crazy episode of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. It's Halloween, Josh. Happy Halloween. Halloween! Oh my god. <laughs> Did you have to yell it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I asked you if you needed to. Halloween! All right. Halloween! Happy Halloween, everybody. It looks like this episode is going to come out a few days before Halloween, so uh, be be safe. Um, I hope nothing delays the episode. That would be spooky. Oh, no. Do you have any big plans for Halloween, Jeersh? Oh, uh, I'm going to be in Boston right before Halloween. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah, for work. For work? Yeah. I I didn't know. We didn't talk about this during our pre-show um alignment. <laughs> our pre-show alignment. <laughs> it sounds like we're meditating in completely symmetrical shapes 
yes. naked and looking at each other. We're but it's sweating. But it's more Borg like. Like that kind of seemed almost peaceful, but it's more it, it's more like we're like Borgs that are assim- assimilating our information. Yeah, it, it's it's more nuts and bolts medicinal than it is enjoyable. Yeah, I actually don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it's it. Necessary. At all. Yeah, we need to do it. <laughs> what are we? T- uh, movies, movies. Oh yeah, movies. We well, what are we? Oh no, uh, I Halloween, Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me let me just drag you around different top topics. And I'm just uh, I'm following like a puppy on acid. I'm just like yay. Yeah, over there, over there. Uh, so me, me and my girlfriend are planning on our Halloween costumes being uh, Billy and Mrs. Wheeler from Stranger Things, and that's as far as my Halloween plans have gone. You guys have a oh, you guys have a couple's costume. I fucking love couples. Oh, that's costumes. so cute. No, I love couples you know what? costumes. I love couples costumes. I actually love matching outfits, but nobody wants to do that with me. You and I have done that inadvertently. Do you remember that? Yeah, but I, I don't. But like, I'm sure I loved it because I love matching. But nobody like wants to do it on purpose, and I hate that. I I I don't like matching. I I feel like I I have the same attitude about that that I do about like if I if I go to a restaurant with you and and we both pick the same thing from the menu. I I don't like that. Do you like that? No, but see, see, that's different. Like, that's like, because then you get to, like, share the, you get to taste something different. Yeah. It's like. Yes. But, but like, with outfits, like, that's fucking cool. You're wearing the same exact thing. Like, how's that going to make anything worse? I don't. I mean. It's so cool. And I think it's annoying in the best possible way. (laughs) It is annoying. It is annoying in sort of the most um, acceptable way. Um, I love that. Morgan I, and I, I are—we're yeah, not that. big Halloween people, so I—I I don't imagine that we will have a couple's costume. Sorry, sorry, everybody who follows uh, whatever we post on Facebook. Um, but uh, yeah, that—that that won't be happening. Um, and I guess by the just like last year, by the end of this episode, we got to figure out what our couples costume is going to be. But we can wait. Until oh, later what our for costumes that. are going to be? Oh no, no, no. We can. Fi- uh, how about? Well, it's Halloween right now. Yes. Because we're releasing this on Halloween, so we're already in costume. We are already right? in costume. Oh, look at me. I'm I'm looking down at myself. I'm a farmer. That's crazy. And I'm your farming hoe. <laughs> You're going to dress as a hoe? <laughs> I'll let that be interpreted. Oh, boy. I love this. I love Halloween. <laughs> These are wow, painful we really episodes. Turned around just by saying, right. Well, Josh, you what know, did actually, we? Uh, no, no, I, no, I no. I talked to my dad about the podcast. And oh yeah. He's like, yeah, I listen to you guys every once in a while. You guys don't talk about the movies much. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's what Morgan says too. She's like, I I listened for the first five minutes, and then I was like, are they gonna talk about the movie? <laughs> I think that's just your dad saying, I listened to the first five minutes and then I gave up. <laughs> yeah. It was like, we, God knows that we could make this into like a billion dollar podcast if we just did our jobs, but <laughs> like, that's the last thing that we want to do. Oh, man. <laughs> well, sometimes I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like talking about it more than others, but I'm, I'm super down to talk about what, what, what did we watch this week, Josh? 
We watched the um, the the movie. Uh, Casper, you, you can't. You you have to somehow ruin it before you start talking about it. We watched Casper. <laughs> Hey, what do, you, what do you got, Evan? <laughs> well, we got talk about it. We got 1995's Casper, directed by, you know, the famous Brad Silberling, uh, <laughs> starring uh, starring Christina Ricci. We've yeah. got, um, oh my word, dude! One of the writers, you you have no idea. He's uncredited, but this is this is the first major break of this episode. One of the, the first writer, major, okay. One of the writers was none other than Senor J.J. Abrams. Oh, there wasn't enough like mystery and plot holes for it to be J.J. Abrams, though. Well, it's early. It's early J.J. Abrams from uh, from 1995. Casper is based on the Harvey Comics cartoon character Casper the Friendly Ghost. Um, oh, which was there, yeah, and, and Harvey Comics also known for Richie Rich. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the same. Uh, and if you look at the old cartoons, they have the exact same like face shape and everything. <laughs> like it, it is almost like Richie Rich, or it's almost like Casper is the ghost of Richie Rich after his parents killed him for the insurance money. Um, well, there is some po- a point in the movie where they do kind of a, a Home Alone callback, so maybe <laughs> because Richie Rich is oh because of uh, Macaulay Culkin because of Macaulay Culks, yeah. But uh, but yeah, we've got Bill Pullman, we've got Eric Idle. Um, we had, there were a lot of of little cameo moments, but we'll there's we'll, a lot of cameos. We'll get into that after a little synopsis from my best friend Josh. Oh, I gotta get my phone so I can. I'm not allowed to pull up web browsers on my computer anymore. Your computer says no. Computer says no. Synopsis: Warning, spoilers. Ooh, uh, spoilies. Yeah, these are some spoilies. Wait, this is it? Okay, here we go. Uh, plot synopsis: Warning, spoilers. Steven Spielberg produced this... Oh, he did. Yes. Steven Spielberg produced this feature starring the friendly ghost created in 1940 by Joe Orolio. A greedy heiress inherits the haunted Whipstaff Manor and discovers that the house contains a treasure, which is guarded by three nasty ghosts. Ghost therapist Dr. James Harvey... I can't even say that. (laughs) Ghost therapist... Played by Bill Pullman. Uh, ghost therapist Dr. James Harvey and his daughter. Ke- you mean Emilio Estevez? What? No, it was Bill Pullman. Wasn't that Emilio Estevez? <laughs> the person who was the ghost therapist? No, the dad. Wait, the dad? Who's the dad? Of Christina Ricci. No, that's Bill Pullman. That's not Emilio Estevez. I can't tell if you're being if you're messing with me or not. I'm not. Oh fuck! I just opened up a web browser. Don't crash! Don't crash! Don't crash! Oh no. Okay, wait. Okay, hold on. Let me get through this first. Okay. Um, I... Okay. Get into the supernatural creatures. Cat makes friends with a ghost named Casper, the nephew of the three nasty ghosts. I'm sorry. I thought that was. 
Emilio Estevez? What are you talking about? He's the guy from Mighty Ducks. Oh, he does kind of look like... He kind of looks like Bill Pullman. (laughs) No. No, God damn it, it is Bill Pullman. Yeah, of course it's Bill Pullman. Why did I think he was... It kind of looks like him, and they they were both popular around the same time. I guess they're they're of similar ages, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how to help you. Wait, Emilio Estevez was in the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, he was in the Mighty Ducks, but he wasn't in Casper, the Friendly Ghost. Oh my God, I'm so. Confused. <laughs> I don't know that it. I don't know that it really matters. Um, but uh, but yeah, did you? That's well, the movie. This year, this year for Halloween, this was this was an Evan pick, and this is probably the closest to like a Halloween movie that I watched routinely as a child. Um, oh, I I watched this one a bunch. I, I I don't know if I could really tell you why, other than um, it it was the. First, and I'm actually, I'm, this is confirmed on on, uh, on on Wikipedia, but this is the first feature film to have a fully CGI character in the lead role, um, which I think at the time I just oh. was really struck by that. I was like, oh look, it's a, it's like he's see through and like the style of it, and um, I, I think I really attached to that, and I think I also attached to the. Car- to a lot of the cartoony elements and a lot of the gags that were in this movie, because um, yeah. that—that's what I remembered a lot of um, upon upon rewatching. But um, did you grow up with this one too? Uh, yes. I don't think I watched it as I like. I I know I watched it a lot, but I never. I don't remember specifically saying out loud, I want to watch Casper. Yeah. I think it was just one of those movies that, like, if it came on TV. Like, I definitely didn't have this on VHS or anything. I think I would just watch it. Maybe I rented it once. But no, I definitely... Um, I went for this movie. I don't really remember what drew me to it. Because I definitely... I don't really think I attached to it. And with like the whole like, oh, it's a CGI ghost. Ooh, I love this. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I still grew up with it. I would still watch it. But I think... I think it's just it, it, I, I I was already in too deep into like true horror gore stuff that I was like I'm not getting anything out of this. Oh, okay, that makes sense actually. I'm just too desen- I'm I'm too desensitized to all this. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. Did you um did your folks watch this one with you? Uh, yes. I don't specifically remember them like. Going like, hey, let's watch Casper. Uh, it's got a lot yeah. of references for their generation. I feel like for for this, um, for for people who are are of like our parents' generation. I feel like, yeah, it does. I mean, it's also got like a lot of references for like the mid '90s too. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a very like pop cult this i feel like they put they really put their money on this movie being like kind of the center of a lot of like 
culture and like the like just like a whole expanded universe kind of becoming of it because the movie is just like packed with references and actors and cameos that are like how did they get this in here yeah i mean once i i I didn't understand how they got them in there until i saw produced by steven spielberg and then i was like oh okay yeah well that's that's how they got um you know that that, like that weird yeah that home alone moment or the beetlejuice moment where bill pullman is like looking in the mirror and the three ghosts go inside of him and then he turns into Clint Eastwood. He turns into racist ass Melly Gibsons, and he turns into and he turns into the the crypt keeper from Tales of the. What's that show called? Yeah, t- Tales, t- of uh, Tales of the, Tales of the Crypt. Yeah, yeah wasn't yeah. there one other person that he turned into? Oh, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't get no respect. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Um, and in the beginning, like they have fucking Dan Aykroyd in his in Ghostbusters Ghost- gear. That I like couldn't that blows believe. my mind. I couldn't believe how when that they, happened. How did they convince them to like? I mean, was it Spielberg that was producing that franchise? I don't remember. I don't know if it was, but I mean, this movie. So a little bit more about about the production before before we go into a break. Yeah. It it made money. It the budget was fifty five million, and it made two hundred eighty seven point nine million. Um, but it didn't really go into, uh, it didn't spin off any other movies that were released in theaters. It, there were a couple of direct-to-video follow-up films and an animated television spinoff, uh, The Spooktacular New Adventures of Casper. Um, yeah, I remember the TV show. But when we were when we were watching it, Morgan remarked how the Casper that she grew up with, like she did grow up with this movie, but she also grew up with the original Casper cartoon. Have you ever seen that? There's an original Casper cartoon. Yeah, like the original Casper cartoon where he's he's friends with like a little fox. No, I, that's I mean that's not on my radar. that's one story. I think there's multiple stories, but. That one is on is on YouTube and it's definitely worth it's definitely worth a watch. It's yeah, it's just it's it's kind of crazy. I, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but we've um we've we've taken to watching no that spoilies, one. Pretty, no spoilies, no puking. <laughs> no puking. Um, we've taken to watching that one. I would say pretty pretty regularly. It's I don't know. I have I have mixed feelings about it. But I don't I don't want to. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil before you've you've seen it. But um, speaking well, for, of for our spoilers, listeners, oh, oh no, go ahead. Yes. Oh, I'm just going to give reference for that inside joke. Devin and I made the joke earlier before recording that if you throw up on the ground because it's like technically food spoils, you look at the person <laughs> and go, "No spoilers or no spoilies," because it's technically uh, food spoil. <laughs> What a, what a justification. <laughs> oh, so we're going to take a short break. No, is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go okay, ahead. we're going to take a short break after we get some food spoilies out of our spoiled systems. Uh, so you grab a tasty treat and we'll be right back. Hey, Tapes, Tapes, Tapes fans. This is Morgan, your fan club president. It's season two, and if you're like me, you've been thinking about how you can pay your fan club dues. I talk to the boys, and it's actually pretty easy. We can let our friends know all about the podcast, and that it can be found on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and their website, tapestapestapes.podbean.com. 
Other than that, we can send the boys an email. We can pour our hearts out. We can write fan fiction. We can send in fan art. And we can send it all to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. All right. I'm going to let the boys do their thing. Back to the show. Oh, man. Yams don't even exist in America. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome back to... Tapes, 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 hey. a podcast about old movies. Uh, I'm Josh. This is Evan. Hey. And uh, we get together once a week and they watch forgot a, it. No, uh, no, you don't need to explain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so watching Casper, 1995's Casper in 2019, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, just bowl over and I'm going to run with it. I, I got, dude, I got, I got nostalgia boned. And I and you got I got nostalgia bone. I got nostalgia. I I the nostalgia bone hit me square in the back between my shoulder oh, blades. You got full on nostalgia bone. Let's cue that nostalgia bone music. Oh, hey, that's great. Thank you. Thank you to whoever made that, you wonderful listener out there who made that for us. (laughs) Yeah, you're beautiful, and you probably get paid more than anybody. (laughs) But uh, no, I I got hit by the nostalgia bone. I entered a blissful state of nostalgia, baby. I knew what I was watching was not quality, but I I just sat back, and I just... Like just took it all in with a big smile on my face, so I, it it got me. I don't know. I I can't explain it. What what did what, what were did your you find? favorite nostalgia bone? Well, what were your some favorite nostalgia bone moments? My favorite moments before we we talk about how the movie's not actually good. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get all the good things out of the way first. Um, I do think that like as an adult, like we've already mentioned that the cameos are, are kind of crazy. Like when I was a kid, I was not tracking that at all. I, I hadn't seen Ghostbusters. Um, I think I sort of, no, of course I, th- not. I think I sort of culturally knew what Ghostbusters were, w- what it was, but it, I didn't really get that. Like, like now I watch it and I'm like, they had Dan Aykroyd wearing Ghostbusters money. Um, so I, a lot of those things kind of flew over my head as a kid so I appreciated them more as an adult um and I really appreciated the um the practical effects when they did happen so like um when Casper was was making breakfast for Christina Ricci's character yeah um that was really cool the um I think some of the fight sequences between Bill Pullman, Estevez, and the and the ghosts were kind of cool. Emilio Bill Pullman Estevez. Oh, ex- excuse, excuse me, excuse me. But I think my honestly my favorite part was the um, was the chair that Christine Ricci rode, like that took her down into the little secret laboratory that was underneath yeah. the thing. That was like my favorite. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that being a kid and I, I remember I wanted to ride on it and I didn't even care if I got sprayed in the face like Eric Idle did with the shaving cream. Like I wanted to to ride that little roller coaster down in, into the lake thing. Um, the little lake bratory um, where where all this stuff happened. So. What, what is it about like 
mid nineties movies where like if it's if it's in this kind of genre of like action comedy or whatever, that it has to have some overcomplicated Rube Goldberg like <laughs> invention machine. <laughs> yeah. To either make you breakfast, get you ready in the morning, or do the most mundane task yeah. in the most exaggerated way. <laughs> like, we just got through with, with Wallace and Gromit, yeah, and right. there's, like, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Like, there's so many movies where it's just, like, for some reason in the 90s, they were like, let's have a big, crazy robot contraption, brush your teeth, and uh, <laughs> shave you, and all these things. Yeah, it's, it's just everywhere. It's true. They don't really, at least not to my knowledge, they don't do that in movies anymore. But it was totally a thing when we were kids. Like, hey, I think that it was like an extrapolation of the fantasy of robots are gonna are gonna like do all this automation. Maybe that's, yeah, they're gonna maybe that's like, what it is. Yeah, it's like oh, this this they're they're here to make our lives easier. It's all gonna be so much better because we won't even have to shave anymore. You just get sprayed in the face. Um, uh, shout out to the movie Fifth Element for making some really good social commentary on that. That's, not going to explain that any further. That's right. Well, if you want to listen to more about Fifth Element, you can check out past episodes of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. This episode is sponsored by Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies. I'm Josh. This is Evan. Hi. We're best buds. We live in California. <laughs> we, we both live here. Um... Okay, well that that's that's like my positive experience with the movie. Um, what what did you what did you think upon rewatching? Uh, well, I definitely also got nostalgia boned, and not surprisingly, at pretty much the same parts that you did. Yeah, uh, it's because it was just what I say. It's like that uh, that whole Rube Goldberg like of Eric Idle and uh, and the other person like. Going through the machine, getting like shaved and all those things oh, uh, in the Ka- chair. Kathy the Moriarty. Whole... Yeah, and uh, oh my god, she's so good. Uh, <laughs> she's really and, good. Uh, but like that whole, you're like in like some spooky mansion, and they somehow have like a chair that turns into a roller coaster that leads to an infinite life machine. Uh, <laughs> of course, I loved that. Yeah. I wanted the action figure set of that. So I definitely nostalgia bone for that. I surprisingly do not remember the first forty minutes of this movie. Mm. Like I never remember the setups. I'm just like get to the action. Yeah, I, I sort of forgot how they got um, the the therapist there, where Casper Casper saw the ghost therapist, and then he saw really he saw Christina Ricci, and then he was like, I want it. And then yeah. I think that for me is where the movie starts to get. Um, pretty freaking creepy um where casper this ghost wants to get with uh well they're like somewhat the same age right they're like kids yeah but christina ricci is what she's like um she's like a teenager yeah she's in high school she's definitely yeah so she's older but then there's but then you've got casper who's like a little boy like the way that he is he's drawn and the way he's animated and especially in the old cartoons like if you yeah. if you go back and look at the comics and the cartoons that he was based on, it just it makes it look really creepy because it's like, why does this ghost want to get with anybody? He's a little boy. That's well, not a I good think move. I think it's supposed to be like I I don't know. I didn't find it that creepy. It's just kind of like these t- like this innocent kid ghost because you're supposed to relate to this thing. It's not like 
the the true idea of a ghost, which is like it's this thousands of year old spirit that yeah. like if it pines after a, a human being, like it's a problem. I think it's just supposed to be like, oh, it's like a you know a, a preteen kid like having a crush on like another like person their age. I just kind of yeah, I saw it as just kind of like an, a young puppy love kind of thing. I didn't see it like it didn't come off as creepy to me. But the, it is a spooky movie. The part of it that came across as really creepy to me was the the line that he says where he's do you remember the part where he's like tucking Christina Ricci into bed and the we, just like Hook we have another instance of like him kissing her while she's falling asleep. Yeah. And you remember what he says? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. He says, "Can I keep you?" Oh. Well, yeah, and then I think later that's... on, when he becomes the uh, spoilies, when he becomes the um, when Devon Sawa takes over, um, and like they're dancing in the very end, and then he whispers in her ear, like, "Can I keep you?" It's just that rustled my jimmies a little bit. I don't know. That doesn't really like ruffle my jimmies too much, because like I get, I get, I, I mean totally understand that just like the colloquialisms like don't hold up today of like that's not shit that you say like because it kind of instead of it trying to be kind of like an old-fashioned-y kind of like oh this is just like an 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 old-fashioned romantic saying and we don't really think about what it means too much or what it could implicate but today (laughs) you wouldn't be able to get get away with that but uh but back then i feel like it's just like the the intention behind it was just like Oh, they're going to live they they want to like get married and like do that shit. You know, with the idea of like ownership just being like, oh, we're going to we're going to be romantic for the rest of our life and like be married. I mean, I didn't I didn't get that feeling. Don't get me wrong. I was I was excited in the beginning because I was like um with Christina Ricci's character once once they got to got to the house there in Maine and she like she went downstairs and they were fixing the electrics and then she said something kind of complicated about the the fuses. She was like, we'll need a 20 watt for such and such. And her dad was shown as being like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess I do know that. I, in the moment, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like they're showing that she, even though she's a girl, that she's like, she is into electronics. Like that's kind of an interesting representation. But then it it didn't really go anywhere from there. I was well. I thought yeah, they they could have mid- done more with yeah. that. But it basically just was a little bit of a nod to like, hey, a girl can be a mathematician. All right, she's the object of this ghost's affections. Like it doesn't go anywhere from there. <laughs> well, it's just it's a product of its time, uh, which was what the mid nineties was like. It, it. I feel like this is kind of Josh. The same. What is yeah, the I point get, of this I, podcast? To view oh, it through. It's. Uh, yeah, it's it's a podcast about old movies. I'm Josh. This is <laughs> that's four times. And we get together <laughs> once a week. No, no, no. Like I get the same feeling for this movie that I do when we watched um, ba 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 ba. What was it? The one where Arnold Schwarzenegger gets pregnant. <laughs> Junior. Well, really? yeah, in the sense Junior. where, like, well, it, oh, no, 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 in the sense where, like, they're trying to, like, they're trying to, like, say some lines to kind of, like, show that they're, like, oh, we're trying to be more progressive. Yeah. Like, in this movie, they'll do that. But at the same time, like, I caught a homophobic joke. Mm. I caught, like, yeah, plenty of fat shaming, like, those kinds of things. Sure. But that's because it wasn't really, like, it's very clear that they weren't thinking about that at the time. They viewed that as just, like, that's the norm. We call, you know. Yeah. 
fat shaming. It was just that's just part of the thing. And like there was one joke where it was like uh, he got the rug was attacking him, and, and then he hid in a closet. He's just like, oh, it's like somebody's hiding in the. It was like a, a closet oh, right, joke. Yeah. Thing. Somebody's hiding in the closet. Yeah, yeah right. And it's like I obviously that. that one didn't stick out yeah. to me. And it's just, it's those tiny it's those tiny tiny little ones where it's like so ingrained in the culture that you don't even notice it. But obviously now today it's like oh nope we definitely notice that. Yeah. So it's not it's not that it makes me feel icky. It's just that like that's just what pe- that's what these movies like thought these days, and it's good that like we're aware of it. But I don't know. It just there's nothing about the movie that really made me feel like uncomfortable. Hmm. Just kind of like, eh, that sucks. Well, yeah, it, it it made me feel a little uncomfortable, but I got to be honest, like it, I don't know that it really, it didn't take me out of the nostalgia baby fully. Of course not. I think the the very end took me out a little bit because I was kind of, and I think that's that's also a critical thing I would say about this movie is like the way that it begins and the way that it ends are very confusing. Like I don't. Like you, yeah. like you said, like the first forty minutes, I'm like, I don't even remember how they get there. I just remember that Christina Ricci and Bill Pullman are in the house, and they're like, they're having all kinds of fun with the ghosts. But then the very end, where like his wife comes back, and Bill Pullman, like they're they're about to use the Lazarus machine to bring Casper back to life, but then Bill Pullman falls in a hole, and then he's like, well, all right, we got to bring you back to life. And then, yeah. and then the mom comes back and sh- and he's she's like, I'm going to make you into Devon Sawa for an evening. And then Casper's like, sick, I'm going to be hot Devon Sawa. And then he, and then he is, and then, and then they just leave and then they just go back. Yeah. It just felt, it's, it was a very like kind of truncated payoff of like, we just went through this big, like Looney Tunes ride of a movie. So let's have some positive things happen for these, these, uh, characters i guess but in <laughs> yeah kind of like a morale way that's kind of confusing e- like moral oh like moral like that it's a moral yeah. lesson in the end what's the moral yeah i don't know that like yeah if you're you dead you gotta go. just let it go yeah yeah i guess yeah. that's kind of the moral is like because if- it's about uh emilio estevez you know trying to get his wife back <laughs> and um Bill Pullman comes out instead, and then they make out, and you're like, well, "Which one's which?" This is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is so hot, dude. Those ghosts. Wait, can we talk about the ghosts? Which ones? The the three. The stretch. What are they? Stretch, yeah. Fatso, and stench. I don't. Yeah, stench or smell or something. Yeah. I hated those ghosts and I loved them. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were the biggest assholes but they were so funny about they, it. They they really towed the line. And uh the the guy who played the Fatso ghost was Brad Garrett, the uh, Ray Romano's older brother in uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh. Nice. Yeah, spotted. Um I think my favorite my favorite part with them, the part that I always think about with this movie is it's my party and I'll die if I want to die yeah. if I want to. <laughs> uh, there's just, there's this, I love that they just like, it's Emilio Estevez and Christina Ricci and stop. they're just eating you, breakfast. I can't. And, uh, <laughs> I can't even with that. Uh, I was going to say we should cut that out of the beginning, but it's way too late. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I committed to God it. God damn it. All right. Well, God damn it. 
That's anyway, okay. uh, when when they're it's, they just keep wanting to eat breakfast in the morning, and they're just like, "Are they gone?" And then they just always have this over the top entrance. It's just like every morning they're just like, "Oh, finally another day to like do some big gag and fuck with them." Like I love when they're just like eating breakfast, and then you hear like helicopter sounds, and they're just <laughs> helicoptering their tails through the floor, going da 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 da. It's, really it's like the these top. ghosts have nothing to do and they are so excited to be annoying these people and i love it yeah yeah they were they were great i think that that really helped i mean kind of like with um balanced it out kind of like with matilda how the over the topness of ms trunchbull sort of made it okay that she was such an an asshole like I, I yeah. think that that rule sort of uh, applies with these characters too. They just were were so over the top. Um, all right, Josh, are you ready? Are you ready to rate? Nineteen ninety-five's Casper. Well, what yeah. well what do you rate it? I. You know what? I will. I'll give this one a. I'll just, I'll give it a be kind and rewind. Sure. It's a, that sort of sounds like a little bit of a begrudging be kind and rewind. It's it's not it's not begrudging. I just don't really have like there's nothing about it that really strikes me as like I shouldn't be kind and rewind it cuz it's fun. It's got like a good celebrity list. Like I watched it and I had fun. Mhm. Like there's not a lot to it that really like makes me think or makes me like walk away from it going like damn like that was really great. I want to watch that again soon or something, which is what I think about all movies. I like, I'm going to watch that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that happened to me with wild, wild uh, west, which is uh, undeniably a piece of garbage. So I, I you know, I can't, we should just that. redo wild, wild west. <laughs> <laughs> maybe for episode 101 or something. <laughs> great. It's done. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's good enough. Like, Hmm. No, real don't really feel that strongly about it, but yeah, I could I could see myself watching this in a like maybe three or four more years. Sure. Gosh, I did. You know, I don't I don't think I gave this as much thought. I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna decide it while we're watching or while we're talking about it. Because because mm-hmm. I, I was like, maybe talking it through will will make me you know make me feel one way or another about it. But I. I don't know. I don't feel. I I almost feel like I'm slightly on the other side. I'm I'm almost really? like okay. eject and reject, but only, but only kinda. And and I think that the the reason that I fall <laughs> on that side is um. So I I think officially, if we have to go with the binary system, which you're forcing me to do, yeah, I will go with. I never, I never deviate from that. You never do, and it's beautiful. It's a consistent thing, and you're a very reliable man. I will go with eject and reject, and only because, yes, the references are great for me, for like a 31-year-old me who at this point now has watched a bunch of movies and is kind of like more inundated with pop culture. Now I can kind of look at it and be like, oh, yeah, th- those little moments are, are kind of fun. Um, but I just don't I don't think that it's going to stand the test of time. Mm. Like, I don't. I well, think it already you, doesn't. Yeah, sure. If you look at the the critical scores are, are really low. I think it's like in the 20s on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, 
but uh but yeah i just i just don't think it's 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 going to uh to you know i'm i'm future proofing my rating when i'm looking when i'm listening back That's to this smart. podcast 5 years from now and i'm like oh, yeah, That's, you're, really you're, you're planning ahead i'm i'm very i'm very shoot from the hip on these <laughs> well how about this because since uh, you know what how about this since we have ratings that we've given this that are like almost symmetrical in a way on the other side of the spectrum like i'm sort of on yeah be kind of rewind and you're on sort of eject and reject why don't we just give this a joint rating of maybe (laughs) okay there (laughs) well this would be the first time that we've ever given something something like right down the middle well, I think this is almost like Dragon Ball Z fusion because, like, we're just Ooh. so symmetrical up on this, but we're we're different powers, so we come together and we make maybe maybe. What's our fusion name? Josh? Maybe Joshvan? Evash? It's maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's it's just Gotenks. <laughs> we just straight up it's Gotenks. <laughs> we thought of it first. <laughs> Well, now... Fucking Bandai? I, I think... <laughs> oh, fucking Bandai. Um, well, that now, of course, begs the question, then what would you what would you recommend instead of Casper the Friendly Ghost? Um, if you didn't want to like watch any, this. I would, I would go with, like, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's a well first off it's a halloween and a christmas movie mm. but if you take it from the perspective of a halloween movie it has kind of the same feel where it's like a spooky movie but it's made to feel like a little bit more storybook whimsical with like a lot of like with a good degree of kind of like science fiction yeah. and like kind of all these like crazy characters but it's, it's got done gadgets. so in a so much it's done in so much more of a like wonderful storytelling way and with like more three dimensional characters and all that stuff. Yeah. I I think you nailed it. I think that's that's what I would recommend. And it's and it's really in the in the same I think it's kind of in the same ballpark of like there's well I haven't it's been a really long time since I've seen that movie. It's fucking great. Maybe that's maybe that's twenty twenty. Here's a looking at you, kid. Um all right, Josh, I told you earlier that I had a surprise for you. And you did? Yes, and that I told you to help me remember it. But here I am oh, helping. Oh, but you said it off the podcast, so it's news to <laughs> us. Hey, Evan, you got a surprise? I do have a surprise. We have been asking okay. for about a year now, for a little over a year now, for people to write in and email us at 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. And it finally happened. What happened? We have an email here from a beautiful boy named J. Samuel Coan. Uh, excuse me. We've been getting real emails uh, like every other episode, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got one from Justin. We're definitely going to read it. But this happens all the time. It, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. But this time it happened. <laughs> A real person. Well, are you? Are, I don't know what you're talking about, but are you going to be okay? I'm glad. 
No, I'm having a stroke. Your voice got really weird. Okay, that's what's happening. <laughs> okay, we got an email. All right, wow, we you, got an email. Are you ready Damn. for this? I, are you going to read it? I'm going to read it right now. Okay, this, sure. And I'm not, you can check. Please feel free to check. <laughs> this is a real email. <laughs> and this is definitely not the first email that we've received at 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. And we've been doing this podcast for over a year. Yeah, definitely not. Um, definitely not. The subject line is Patreon. And then in the body of the email, it says, have one? Thanks, okay. thanks, okay. Jay Samuel Cohen. That was a great email. Thank you so much for writing in. If you want to have your email read out loud on tapes, 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 you can send us an email at eighty-eight tapes baby at gmail. It needs to be a five-word minimum. <laughs> God. I got so excited. Whoever you, okay, whoever you are, Jay Sam Cowan, Cowan? just know this Cowan? Cowan? from I don't know his last right, name. Continue threatening. Uh, you have upset the core of this podcast, and we are now natural enemies. Thanks for writing in. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Thanks. So thanks for writing in. We really want to encourage our listeners to yeah, please, write in. Please, everybody write in, because that's what will happen to you. So feel free to write in. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Happy Halloween, everybody. Be safe out there. Happy spookies. Happy spookies. Hashtag no spoilies. Hashtag vom, vom. (laughs) No vomiting. No spoilies. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Ooh. Bleep.